Nate, we're, are we recording? We're recording? All right. Jackie Jack, you good? Yeah. We look good? Yeah. How's my beard? You look hot, bro. Angle. I was actually good, looking at good. it. It looks so good. The key words, are you comfortable? I feel great. Are you comfortable? I'm good. Two, two, you comfortable? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to count us in. We'll get going. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the No Roof Podcast. I'm here with my boy, Choo Choo. <laughs> and I'm here with uh, two beautiful guests. Come on. Um, one of them is my wife. One is her amazing friend. I won't say her name yet because we got to do something. What do we got to do? We got to go into that intro. Let's get it. Let me just say everyone's thing. We got Jackie Jack working everything. Jack Jack, we love love Jack. Jack Jack, Jack. we We love love Jack. Jack. She so hates when we do that. We have Rooster (laughs) in the sound booth working it. Yeah, yeah, we love you. Um, Let's introduce our amazing guest today. Our first guest, I have to behave. You're doing great. Because my wife is on the show, uh, Kristen Diaz. Let's clap for Kristen Diaz. Kristen Diaz. Give me a prophetic word, quick, the first one. Maverick Storm. Oh, I like that. That's what I have to say on my phone to call her. I go, hey, Siri, dial Maverick Storm. And I love calling her when I'm in supermarkets. Because people, like, look at me. They're so, like, I need a grocery list. I'll be like, hey, Siri, dial Maverick Storm. And people are like, who is he calling? So it's awesome. I get rid of And we have another amazing woman. We have Katie Young. Come yeah. on. Clap, 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 clap. Katie. So I'm Chaba. I'm here with Choo Choo. Together yeah. we are. Chaba Choo Choo. Chaba Choo Choo. So um, you two read a book. And uh, one, one, one. your whole life, life. (laughs) and it's a it's a powerful book because I think especially as believers, it's really all about identity, which is something has been at the heart of every one of these podcasts. Mm -hmm. Is it all boils down to identity, Mm -hmm. who we are? And you read what was the name of the the book? The supernatural ways of royalty. Supernatural ways of royalty, and it's all about I guess like being a son versus being an orphan. Mm -hmm. I think the other word is it a. Prince and a pauper. Prince versus a pauper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're, we're going to break those words off. What are we doing, Choo Choo? We're taking the roof off sons and orphans. Sons and orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we want to start, Choo Choo? I don't know. I think first, I love you guys, right? You guys are amazing. You guys lead a mom's you. group, right? That's what you guys do mm-hmm. here at church. You guys are awesome creatives. Oh, yeah. uh, I think one of you is going to be a lawyer slash judge in the next month. Rafa. Okay, that's an insider joke. Okay. <laughs> I love you, though. And then uh, you had your own business, right? Mm-hmm. Where you got to do these amazing banners. Uh, every time I play piano, your banner's right in my face. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, Kristen, Captain Storm, uh, Captain Storm. I call you Captain Marvel most yeah. of the time. And you changed my life at a Cafe Real forever. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. So right now, it's a Cafe Real talk. But I wanted to take the roof off identity first because you brought up, like, Ooh. identity. So, like, in the church world, like, mm-hmm. we understand identity is what makes us us but let's just take the roof off identity mm-hmm. when we say identity what does that mean yeah to you what guys? pops up to you guys um i think that like well identity is like who we are but um we can easily get our identity from things or okay. the external um but really like god designed us that our identity is set and like he defines our identity mm. and that the other things don't actually define our identity. So good, um, but that's, you know, something that we can say. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Not necessarily something that we just like live out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say it's just who we are, you know. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Katie? Yeah, I think just um, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to find your identity in what you're doing. Mm. Yeah, um, it's kind of the go-to. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like, in something, it's always easier to find something tangible, right. you know. 
But so I think it's um, just realizing what it means to um, bring your identity to the things you do instead of like the other way around. Mm. That's good. Yeah. So when we talk about identity of sons versus an orphan, um, from where you guys really picked up, so you guys went through this book, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, so they would come home late. They would have these Bible studies, and like I, you would come, she would come home so late. I'm like, what are they doing over there? What <laughs> is like going on? At what? Night, yeah. They're not reading a book. What are they doing? Wait, you said it was eight thirty at night. Ten thirty. Oh, ten thirty. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I feel like maybe later. You get home till eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Over there. <laughs> but they've been going through this, and you can see just a change in really the the aura of you. I'll say it. Like you could tell, you could see there was something going on supernatural. And I think mm. even you, you say that word identity. So many of us, we apply to something tangible. Abel, the pastor, mm. the lawyer, the where this is really a heart thing. Mm-hmm. It comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. Ooh, come on. So from what you guys read through, even um, going through this, what's the biggest difference that makes a son's heart versus an orphan heart? Mm. 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 I know that was a big question. And that was a good question. That, yeah, I, I think like for it. all of us, yeah. you too, too, too. I like that a lot. I think a, um, an orphan is constantly figuring out how they're going to survive. Oh, wow. And um, figuring out, you know, how they're going to get fed and how they're going to, so good. where they're going to sleep and what they're going to do and how they're going to make money. And um, a son doesn't, doesn't even doesn't even have to think about that because mm. they just know it will be provided for them. Mm-hmm. Like their life is provision. Come on, yeah. you know? so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an orphan is just like constantly striving, um, getting their ide- identity and and knowing who they are based on people's opinions and what they say wow. about them. Wow, wow, and everything mm-hmm. as opposed to just like being set, being settled, mm-hmm. and um, and really like being able to give. You know, mm-hmm. instead of like constantly needing, right? You know, someone else's approval, some someone else, something to like define them. It's like they're so set in themselves that they can now actually genuinely give. Wow! And there's not a mm-hmm. motive behind it, and and things like that. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, that's yeah. good. Um, I, I know for me, um, when I met God, um, I I met God when I was a senior in high school. Which you know, when you're a senior, it's all about. What school you're going, you're going to? That's your identity. Mm-hmm. You are who you're. What school you're going to? Really, really. Right? Like, wow. what's your education? What's I, I didn't this? go to college, so it was. I mean, so in high school, it was, and I was, you know, not a good student. Um, try to commit suicide, but I <laughs> met God. But uh, uh, for me, there was such a transition there where I would love for us to talk about that. Where when did God become Father? Yeah, come on. Because I was suicidal because I couldn't wrap my identity into anything. Mm. I couldn't. I wasn't mm-hmm. going. A lot of people were going to USC. They were excited. I, I was just like, dude, I, I, I don't even want to breathe right now. Wow, yeah. So, like, yeah. for me, you know, long story short, I ended up finding God, and, like, it was like a breath of fresh air. Mm. It was just like, I'm yours. Mm. And, you know, and that, and that, that takes, you know, ha, have you guys always had that, like, with God? I mean, I, I grew up where he was more, he was more distant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was more distant. So when I got born again, it was like, I don't know. It was like kind of what you're talking about the the orphan. I, I was stri- I was looking for something to strive at. I was like, mm-hmm. people are striving around me. I got to get striving. You know what I mean? I need to start flexing and like, doing something. Where like I don't know. It was like I'm in. Mm-hmm. It felt like mm-hmm. I was in. And I remember reading mm-hmm. is it what's that song we love? Twenty seven. Even though I walked to shadow valley of death, or is it twenty three? Where like I'll be. I'm your light, your salvation. I'm the strength of your life. Mm-hmm. And he says like you'll never have to worry. 
Mm. And like, I was addicted to worrying before meeting mm. God. Um, so I kind of wanted to share, like, what, were your, what was your guys' history? And it's still growing, obviously, when God became dad. Because <laughs> that, that's the word, right? Yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm laughing because he just became dad of me for real last week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a big word. It is a big word. Like, when yeah. does God become yeah. dad? That, that's the game changer. That is, that, that right there is everything. When that's God so becomes dad, then that orphan thing truly does die. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it's a process. It's a, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, so are there any moments, anything as I'm speaking that like, pops up in your heart or? Man, the only thing I can think about is uh, mm-hmm. literally last week. Like it was like this whole month. I'm not, just to be real with y'all. Can I just be real here on the no roof? Um, yeah. My yeah. month sucked. Like it was just a hard <laughs> month. We were literally mm-hmm. talking about like, is there a warmer state <laughs> that we can go where we can still wear jackets and still have fun, uh, but it's not freezing, you know? And the reason I, I was thinking about that was because I had been having to, I work here at church, right? I take care of the building. And all the units have just been going out left and right. Mm -hmm. So every Sunday that I've been wanting to worship God, pray with God, I've ended up on the roof. And it's already like 10 degrees outside. So on the roof, it was like maybe three degrees. Like it's really cold. Like I can see with every breath, I was able to see up. With every breath, I was able to see my breath. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm up there and I'm just so sad, you know, and I'm like, but I remember like it happened one Sunday and then I'm like, okay, God, like, that's cool. I could do this. I can handle this. It happened the second Sunday you and I was there a like, lot. I remember I was up there a lot, you, you know, lot, yo. and then every time I was getting ready to go pray, have my quiet time with Jesus, it was going to be perfect. And then it's like, I got to get up on the roof, you know, <laughs> the third Sunday, I remember waking up and I was like, Lord, if you really love me. <laughs> <laughs> you really are real. Don't make any units go bad. And in my heart, I felt like God was like, and in my heart, I knew God was like, like laughing, you know? And I was just like, you're going to make that unit not work, right? Like, <laughs> and then I come to church and I'm checking all the things and I'm like, God is so good. You know, I'm praying, I'm having fun. I'm like saying good morning, everybody. And as I walk towards one of the lobbies, it's freezing. It's freezing. <laughs> I remember. And I was like, thought you loved me lord i thought you loved me and i was like okay i gotta go hit the breaker as i'm walking through the back room my wife walks and she's like holding our pub and she's just like hey i have a word from the lord and i was like okay she's like first i knew the unit was gonna break down on you today and i was like why'd you prepare me like so um so anyway so she was like god said that you have a choice that's all she said she was like Mm -hmm. god said you have a choice and I was like, okay, a choice. That's cool. That's cool. All right. All right. So I got up on the roof with that mentality and I was like, God, should I do A or should I do B? Is it yes or is it no? And God's like, it's neither. It was like the whole point of you getting that word from her was to use your choice to have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. And, and I started crying because that was the first time Father God showed up and he was like, your heart's fragile. You break apart easily when these things that you can't control hurt you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but an orphan tries to hold himself together mm-hmm. where a son allows the father to hold him together. Mm-hmm. So good. I've been in this Dang place it. of like, that's good, God father me. You know, it's hard. Like I'm breaking apart. Yeah. And, and an orphan fathers himself mm-hmm. um, where mm-hmm. a son allows the father to take care of him. Yeah. yeah. You know, so he became real to me last week. So. That's yeah. good. Yeah. What about you guys? Anything like certain moments where like that shift started taking place where, I mean, even just saying that word, dad, like, mm-hmm. do that in the open. Mm-hmm. You want to go first? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I think I think it's been like an ongoing journey mm-hmm. uh, for me. And um, 
I, I've always known about Jesus. I grew up in the church and um, just kind of he he's always very real. I was born again when I was five, and wow. and I always loved Jesus. And mm. um, but he was he was like he was God. You know, I never really knew him as father. I never knew him as husband or friend. You know, I, I knew him as friend. Um, so I, it was probably around when I was like 18 years old and a lot of things happened in my life. I broke up with, we, um, mutually broke up, um, with this other guy, not you. And, um, and, <laughs> and all of, all of my friends, he kind of like all of my friends were his friends. So I lost all my friends. I lost wow. my, my relationship and, and it just, I had nothing. And I, I, all, it was like, it was like only God. And, um, and so I just kind of dove into that and it was about three years that I was just, it was just me and God. I mean, I had like relationships, but it wasn't like friendships, but it wasn't anything that was like, like I didn't care about it. I, I, I would remember I would like run down to, as soon as I get home, I would run down to my room in the basement and just like spend time with Jesus. And wow. it was just like, he was just telling me who I was and how much he loved me. And, and, um, and in growing up, I didn't, um, you know, I, I have, I've always had a good relationship with my dad, but he, I don't remember one time he telling me like, oh, you're so beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, so it wasn't, and I didn't really need, I didn't think I needed that. Um, and it wasn't until God started doing that to me that I started realizing, yeah. oh, wow, like I actually really needed that. Mm. And um, I love my dad. So dad, if you're watching, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, but then like, um, it's interesting because just last week, Rafa, when you were when you're saying like I feel like I just heard God, you know, yeah. like I became a son last week. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's the same thing for me. It's like just mm. last week, you know, I'm sitting at Starbucks and and God's all of a sudden telling me again of who I am because I think that life comes in and and we get so like seasons change. We yeah. get married, we have babies, you know, and 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 things change in our lives and. Um, and I wasn't upgrading my relationship with God when I was experiencing upgrades in my life. I wasn't upgrading my relationship with God. And so I was just thinking I could just connect with him in the same level. And so, um, last week, um, for my birthday, Katie watched Judah for me and I got to go to Starbucks and, um, and it was such a a beautiful time in him, like showing me again, like, this is who you are. Like, I love you. And also exposing the um, the way I've seen orphanhood. Wow. Um. So it's just so very good. Good. and like the way I've been living that out. Yeah. That's so good. So yeah. can, can you also take the roof off? Upgrade. Like yeah. what? What do you mean? That's you key. upgrade your relationship. Um, yeah. I, it actually just comes from uh, Graham Cook, and um, in one of his books, I don't even remember what it's. He has all little books, and so um, in one <laughs> of his in one of its, but the, it's like every page is so good. But in one of his books. He just talks about um, how in seasons of life, like, for instance, when you're married to someone and you have a baby, like, your relationship with that person has to upgrade mm. in order to stay connected. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you don't, then you won't actually, like, be connected. You all of a sudden are focused so much on this little baby and that you lose your connection. Wow. And so you have to change the way that you've done things in the past. Like, you can't just go out on dates. You've got to figure out babysitting. And you can't just, like, even the way that you communicate is different. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, so Graham Cook in the book was, um, saying how, when, when we like, it's the same thing with God, 
when we when we have things that happen in our lives, even graduation or or if we, you know, have get married or have a baby or even have a, you know, new relationship or whatever it's like or move, all of these moments mm, mm. are very important that we also upgrade our relationship with God. And it all takes just one question of just saying, God, I just experienced this upgrade in my life or it could be a traumatic thing. It could be something that like we lost someone yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. And like, God, I just experienced this. Like, what is it that you're wanting to show me in this time? How am I supposed to connect with you in this wow, time? So it's super important. But the thing is like, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, and I yeah, still yeah. was like we the emotions of life, you know, you're just like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, sneaks up on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, it really does so sneak up on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it really. Oh, Katie, bring your bring your mic down. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. Can you? Oh, turn it. Can it you turn it this way? Can I bring it closer? I'm right here. Yeah, teamwork makes a dream work. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, then move. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's as we're talking. I'm I'm like really realizing that it's really just been like the last couple of years that I've experienced God as father and um, it did sneak up on me. And I, when I um, had Zeke, our oldest um, baby, I was working still um, and I loved my job, like loved my job. Couldn't have imagined a better job. Mm. Um, But I always knew I wanted to be a stay at home mom. And so um, we got pregnant again and it just kind of progressed and it made sense for me to stop working. And so um, I stopped working and all of a sudden at the same time, I lost my relationship with my parents and, um, and then I was pregnant with a daughter, which is different than being pregnant (laughs) with a son um, because it, there's something different when you are a daughter. Um, And so it was kind of this combination of all these factors. Like I stopped working. I was having my own daughter, which makes you think a lot about how you were taken care of as a daughter. And, um, I didn't have my parents in my life anymore. Um, and, um, and so just kind of all of these things came together and I went through like a major identity crisis. Wow. Wow. Um, of, just I didn't realize it then you know but I realized that I wasn't operating I wasn't like thriving Mm. I was I was doing all of the tasks that were before me and I wasn't doing them badly but I wasn't like feeling it yeah you know like there's something in the heart yeah it felt like something was missing yeah and I'm looking around and I'm like I literally have a life that I would have dreamed of having 10 years ago, you know, like the Mm -hmm. ability to stay home. Like it's such a gift to stay home, a husband who can afford for me to stay home, but also who supports that. Um, and just all of these beautiful things around me. Like I'm happy to have a little boy. I'm going to have a little girl. Like, you know, it's like this perfect little life. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm like, I hate what I'm doing day in and day out. Like I'm so bored. Like if I have to change one more diaper, if I have to clean up one more meal, (laughs) you know, um, and I think (laughs) (laughs) what meals have you been cleaning up, Abel? Tell me more. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I think, um, 
I went through this process. Yeah. And it took like nine months probably. Yeah. Like wow. almost a saying, year. Thank you for saying thank that. Thank you yeah. for saying uh, that. So it wasn't like from night to day, literally yeah. from one day yeah. to the next. With the, when the school year started in 2020 and I wasn't working, I was like, that's when it started that I was like, mm. who am I? And wow. I, I didn't think that like my identity was completely caught up right. in being a teacher or now. anything. Come like on. I didn't. I didn't feel that way. I've been a Christian my whole life. I've known God my whole life. He's always felt close to me, but um, he was just more of like a guidepost. Right. His, his scripture was a guidepost, mm. and and Holy Spirit was there to convict me and show me when I was doing something wrong. Wow. Um, and so I still think both of those things are true, but there's like so much more yeah. than that. Yeah. And so I went through this process of just pressing in with God and like – Asking him to um, give me joy and purpose in um, what I was doing every day. And um, yeah. And so after my daughter was born, it started to really kind of solidify. Yeah. Um, and that was, um, and then so six, six months later, we start this Bible study. And I realized as I'm reading that this is what God had done in my heart was really teaching me how to operate like just in who I am and bring that to all of my tasks. It's beautiful. So like things that I used to do as a teacher that were fulfilling, I could bring them to motherhood and I could bring them to like meal planning. Like it sounds like every aspect. No, Yeah. It's like, it's like every aspect. Like if I'm an organized person, my home's organized now. If I am an encouraging person, God's bringing people in my life to encourage. Like there's not, I think I had put Hmm. boundaries around a lot of um, things that were things that I love to do and gifts and things like that. And he was like, you're still going to do all of those things. Wow. You know, you're still going to do all of those things. And the more that you see your life, no matter what the circumstances, the more you see that yeah. as just who you are, Yeah, it, it'll feel more fulfilling. That's so good. Um, so, so even what, what both of you said, I think that the key word, like you said, you both got the upgrade. Yeah. So like if we were to tear the roof off upgrade, upgrade just mean like, like more of him. Like he has, yeah. Like it, in a way, like he becomes more tangible, more real. Like, how would you how would you ex- express like the upgrade? Because I I think, well, I mean, if you read Romans one, it says you know it's a continual revelation of righteousness, mm-hmm. which means he's wanting to father us more and more and more. And I think each one of us have had those places where if it doesn't become more, you become that it like almost numb, almost like. Like you said, there's no reason why I shouldn't be happy, but for some reason I'm not happy right now. Yeah, I have everything. On. And I think so many Christians go through that and we miss the upgrade. Yeah. yeah. We miss the God's going, there's more. Yeah. I yeah. need to have more of yeah. your heart. Yeah. And we miss that. Like, so for you is, I mean, you lost everyone. You lost your friends. Mm-hmm. For you, you kind of lost your, you, I'm going to try the stay at home mom thing. You had everything. And I think there's something yeah. different between that, the external and then the internal. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. talking to Celeste, this is what he wants. First and foremost yeah. is the internal. Yeah. And yeah. he wants all yeah. of your heart. And yeah. until he has a, that you really won't find really the, that joy. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, like what you yeah. said, you had no reason, but you're like, God, I need joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what did he, did he, I'm curious if for both of you and even you, was yeah. there anything specific how, 
any specific of his nature that he revealed to you? If it was his kindness, was it his gentleness, was it his joy? Was there something specific that how how he got in there? Mm. Was it his gentleness? Was it his forgiveness? Was it I don't know. Was was is there something specific? Like even for you on the roof, what like does that make sense? Am I asking this right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, so I'll give you guys something to think. So for me, I remember if you we were painting, right? I was painting, and uh, God gave me James one. So I think the cool thing with God is like a father is always speaking to his son, mm-hmm. right? And like it's beautiful seeing you guys because the only kid I have right now is my little puppy. You know what I mean? And he doesn't talk back to me. You know, <laughs> the only words he understands from me is sit, no, and go get it. You know. But I see you guys interact with your kids, and I'm like, man, is that how God? interacts with me from that fatherhood place you know Mm -hmm. because he's always kind of been like an answering machine for me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm always like god what do you think about this and then he's like yada 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 here's the answer and um and and as i was in this place of like trying to trying to like use my choice to communicate with my father he would actually give me questions rather than answers which Mm -hmm. threw me all the way off like i'm like why are you giving me questions i thought it was me you know, I thought I was coming up with my own questions and he was going to give me an answer. And so, like, I'll ask the question and then get no answer. Mm-hmm. And I'll get frustrated because I'm like, look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a soldier. Like, literally, I was in the army. Tell me what's the next step. Mm-hmm. And instead, it would be a question. Mm-hmm. And one question was, uh, let's, do you want to read James 1? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, sure. You know, so <laughs> I, I went through it, you know, and I started reading James 1. And it's like, consider it all joy mm-hmm. as circumstances attack you from all sides. Mm-hmm. I was like, so your faith life can show its true colors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember asking you of like, what is faith life? Why yeah. didn't the writer say faith or why didn't the writer say life? And in this place, I remember sitting down with you. I was painting and I was like, what is faith life to you? And you're like, being fathered. And somehow that just clicked in my heart of like, man, like when things that attack your identity, when Mm -hmm. things that you cannot control come and hit you, it actually is an opportunity to upgrade this place in your life where Father God can be more real to you. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing was the renewing Mm -hmm. of the mind. And I thought the renewing of the mind, just taking the roof off that, I thought that meant he was rewiring my neurotransmitters and that I had a trauma and he's in my brain, you know, fixing it up. <laughs> and and I was like, no, like, he's teaching me the ABCs or he's teaching me how to count or he's teaching me how to communicate. He's teaching me how to say yes and please and, you know, how to go potty and how not to go potty. And I didn't realize that was <laughs> fatherhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Does that make sense? Everything mm-hmm. that yeah. I said? Okay, good, yeah. good, good, good. It's simplistic. Like, everything yes. is mm-hmm. like, it's... He's so much more kind than we think, yes. you know, yeah. just like that. Like when if if Judah like wants to, you know, learn the ABCs, I'm not like, hey, you say A. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, it's, like, it's, like, it's like and even if he doesn't want to, I'm not going to force him to do that, you yeah. know. And so it's this place of like, you know, mommy, mommy, A, you know. And so it's like, OK, buddy, you know. And so I think that there's this. This ease about it. And it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be fun. And yeah, it shouldn't sure. be something that. We're forcing, you know, and he doesn't, God doesn't force us. It's true. Yeah. We've got to flip the tape. Okay, flip the cool. tape. We're going to flip the tape. All right. <laughs> uh, going back to what, what Katie said about um, kind of like every aspect of what you were doing, um, whether meal planning, all this, it, it sounds like it's the whole, what Paul says, pray without ceasing. Like he wants to mm-hmm. be involved in every aspect of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, is it safe to say when you find that numbness, you just found an area where maybe yes. he's not involved? Come on. Yeah. To say? say that again. Like. Because we all have it where even you're in a relationship, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. Chris and I will be honest, like we found moments where it gets dry or Mm -hmm. it gets, so for us, that means, well, maybe God's not in it. So maybe he needs to be more in it. Yeah, come on. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, 
with what Katie said, that that to me sounds like praying without ceasing, which is God, who is God, who is dad, who is the most joyful person on the planet, where with him all things are possible. Come on. He's our biggest fans going, can I be a part of this? Can I be a part of this? Can I be a part of this? And I think he just highlights certain parts right today where it's like we have the choice like you said like what your yeah. wife said to you you have a choice here rafa yeah exactly <laughs> it's so true yeah. you can be mm-hmm. a, um an orphan right yeah or you could be a son or you'd be a son mm-hmm. yeah is that safe mm-hmm. to say yeah yeah and along those lines like um i was thinking about is it okay if i yeah, yeah. okay yeah. okay go hard go um deep. go deep conversation yeah, yeah please but, Everyone, um, this is the no roof podcast so. <laughs> yeah. um i i think that we can go from sonship back to orphanhood and I like and and it all is like I remember um just serving in the church and when you're serving from a place of like I'm a daughter and Mm -hmm. I'm here to serve Mm -hmm. it actually is a joy like it actually Mm -hmm. is something that I love to do this but then if we allow like us to if like for me I I started to care I started to care about the parents' opinions. I started to care about the children's opinions. I started to care about the leadership opinions and and just all these opinions way more than I cared about God's opinion. And so I started to go down the slippery slope of of it orphanhood. Yeah, like no, of a place of like I'm now a servant. And in that servanthood, I don't it's mm. not like it's not like I'm a daughter and I'm serving. It's I'm a servant and i'm like i'm i'm less like i'm i'm the woman that like or the the mm-hmm. i think isn't the woman the the story of the bible where the woman goes and grabs the crumbs or something like yeah, yeah. like yeah. oh if i can just have the crumbs the scraps, you know yeah. and so m- i found my identity go into that place of mm-hmm. like i'm only worthy of the crumbs wow. mm-hmm. and which is crazy like yeah. but i think that we have to be so careful in i, I and i think so Yes, I should have been careful, but I think that's where it's like I was. I was so set in my identity, but then I got so deep into, and I forgot about, yeah, God's opinion. Come on, and then I go into like, I'm who am I? Yeah, like this thing ruined me, or or whatever. And then you're you're you get to a place, and that's where it was like Starbucks. You know, yeah, it's like oh, wow, I he really still thinks I'm a daughter. Like wow. he still loves mm-hmm. me. But anyways. That was yeah. beautiful. I love that. That's a lot. good point. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. big one for ministry, even in life and parenting, where you just catch yourself going to, um, even what um, JR said the last time, we go to that I thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it about, about I. us. So, yeah. so okay. What, what, what is the, what would you say is the root of choosing the orphan route? Why, why, do, we, why do we go down that route? Well, what, what is the... Uh, well, well, I was going to say, too, of like, I didn't even know you... I didn't know you were allowed to go back. I, 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 in my head, the way I was taught was like, once you're a son, you're son, you're good. And so for me, it was hard because when I would feel like an orphan, I'm like, I messed up. God's perfect. Mm-hmm. He can't mess up. So it's on me. It's on me. And because I'm here, I got to fix it myself. Which is an orphan art. Which is an orphan <laughs> art. You know? And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> Roasted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. So I'm just happy um, you said that. Feel but, free. but yeah, for either of you, like, well, is there, you know, what do you think the root of it or even the, 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 the trick? I think we have to get really comfortable living intention. Ooh, okay. I think we are, um, you know, like Kristen was saying that for her, it felt like it was like, whose who's, um, judgment am I after? Or whose mm-hmm. approval am I after? Mm-hmm. For me, it was more like, if I, I realized that I, I like to always be in a position where I'm like casting vision, mm-hmm. which is a gift. 
It but is, it is a gift. when you're doing it from an orphan heart, Ooh, okay. it's, it's a battle. Mm. And I had to get really, so stepping into. Wait, what is the battle real quick? Like, what do you mean? Like. What, what's the battle? What would be the, the battle? The battle is just that you don't always have to be moving forward. Gotcha. Okay. You know, like That's you don't all, cause that was the achievement. That was like the approval for mm, me come on. within myself was that what am I aiming towards next? Gotcha. Get it from so, A to so B. So you're not doing enough. And your battle's like, is it not doing enough? Yeah. Or, or just like not moving forward. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think after Ollie was born, my daughter, and we're done having kids, and it set me up for this space where I could experience God because there was nothing to, like, achieve, if that makes sense. You know, like, your 20s and 30s, you're like, okay, first I'm going to get married, and then I'm going to have a career, and then I'm going to, you know, eventually I'm going to have a house, and nobody does it in the same order, but, you know, I'm going to have kids, I'm going to whatever, and I feel like what I was really fighting was being able to just like rest Gosh, yeah. in like living my life. Just breathe and enjoy. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I was, I think the reason we go back to orphanhood is because it feels easier because yeah. you have something to grasp onto. Wow. Whereas when we are sitting in sonship, we're willing to just like wait. Wow. We're My willing to gosh. just like be so good. So good. and um and the um the verse that God gave me, which I can never remember verse references. You got a girl. But the verse is this is the day that the Lord has made. Yeah. Come on, and now. he really gave it to me in song, you know, because you yeah. know that song. Um and just remembering that like this is the day. This is today. Come on, come and on. And I'm ready for whatever's happening today. That is wow. so good. And tomorrow's tomorrow. And um, so I think the tension is that God does want us to cast vision. Yeah. But we can't get so caught up in the vision that we're not Come on. living as his child yeah. That's today. So good. Enjoying the moment. Yeah. And so just... Yeah. And find it's like more than just enjoying the moment. It's like finding mission in the moment. Wow. You know what oh I mean? That's like, a good word. Yeah. What you mean? Like every little thing... Is part of yeah. Is part of his mission. Yeah. There's an encounter there. Our lives. Yeah. yeah there's an encounter. There's yeah, um, experiencing more of him. And so I think um, when I when I embraced that finally. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Siri. You need to watch the podcast, here too. Siri. Um, she never leaves. Um, <laughs> when I finally embraced that, yeah. I could finally just like. Whew. Yeah, like yeah. rest. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, but it's hard to do. It's so true. I, I know that's yeah. a big one for me. The, how I revert, even with the vision, and especially I'll say this with the kids ministry. How he keeps breaking me is it's it's not looking how I want it to look. That's right. right. Come on. Like that's the big one for me. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's not looking how I want it to look. And God's like, yeah, because is it is it my day or your day? Right. You yeah. know. Right. <laughs> Today's the day. I love that yeah. you brought that scripture. And it's the Lord has made. And yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to make this my day, God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like we get so every podcast we we've talked about how we want it to look how we want it to look. I, yeah. And I, if you read anything in the Bible, no story is like that. Not one works. story. Yeah. I, you know, Jesus. We think the Son of God. He wasn't born yeah. in a five star Marriott. Come he was on, born. Now. You know, yeah. I mean, all, everyone's story is yeah. unique. Yeah. That's the right. crazy thing you is know? that like. When we just start focusing on God and we far- start focusing on like, like when we're just like living through him and we're looking at every day of like, okay, God, what do you have for me today? Yeah. It looks how we want it to look. 
Yeah. Ooh, wow, that's so good. It's like it's just crazy. It's so you true. know, our expectations are so different. It's so true. Then. Yeah. Because you're like going after I don't know how to put it. You're going after a feeling. Yeah. You're on. going after a vibe. You're going after like for me it's like going after this a a, a balance of like peace and productivity. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. when I just am with God, I achieve that. It's so good. You know? Yeah, it's so true. And I don't achieve it. Like, he achieves it through me. And right. then it's yeah. like, I look back on the week and I'm like, wow, that was a good week. Yeah. Come on now. You Yo, know? And, and I think that's yeah. what good frustrated kidding. me the most this past week was like, so good. God, get me from A to B. Quickly. Like, just get me from A to B <laughs> yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. yeah. And, get uh, me off this roof. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, get me off. The, well, the problem yeah. was, like, I didn't even care about the roof. It was the fact that I had to go from the roof to a prayer circle to a prayer circle to a prayer circle to this to that. And, and, and I'm like, I have to give my all. Like, I'm a leader. Like, I'm on staff. I have this. Like, I got to bring the presents. I got I, I, I. I yeah. And then I show up and I'm like, I'm fragile, Lord. And yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I'm fragile. And God was like, Jesus was fragile. And I was yeah. like, I feel like that's blasphemy, Lord. I was like, you can't say that. And he was like, he was born a baby. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. literally, what if Mary sneezed wrong? I mean, these are the thoughts that I was thinking. Like, <laughs> she sneezed wrong, drop baby, Jesus dead. Like, <laughs> does that still count? Does it not yeah. count? Like, Oops, you know? Yeah. And then, and, you know, Never I'm thinking about like baby. everything we've been through of like, <laughs> the human body is fragile. You know, I suffered two injuries playing basketball. Like, I bruise easily. You know, and, and, and then I was just thinking about like, but then God was able to go into this fragile body and operate as a son because mm-hmm. it wasn't himself that 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 was holding himself together it was god mm-hmm. right and so i'm in this place now where it's like from a to b i don't even care about mm-hmm. it's all about my faith life which yeah. is god fathering me and mm-hmm. then i love the fact that he put faith life and i remember talking to you and it was uh it's not the rafa life it's not the me life wow. mm-hmm. you know so when i know that it's the father life mm-hmm. you know that i'm going to him for every single thing then it doesn't even matter what the situation is so as soon mm-hmm. as i got off the roof mm-hmm. i remember i was like okay i gotta run to this prayer circle mm-hmm. and then somebody was like what about the money bag and i was like man i can hide behind function mm-hmm. because i can see the result in function i oh, go get yeah. the money bag i came back i did a to b mission did a good thing check good job rafa i'm good i'm gonna make it to heaven you know mm-hmm. we're, we're here it's like i have nothing left you know and, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, i was walking past the prayer group and my team is there and and I remember I was walking by and Holy Spirit was like, there you go, holding your heart again. There you go, doing it wow. by yourself again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, God, hold my heart. And I looked at them and I was like, you guys are important. And I got in there and I was like, but to be honest with you guys, I have nothing. I, I, I have no words. I got no prayer. I got nothing. I literally was crying. And, but it was beautiful because when I was hands off, it gave an opportunity for somebody on the team to be empowered mm-hmm. and to pray and to allow Holy Spirit to use them. So I feel there's many times when, I'm not going to lie, I feel like I get in God's way. Mm-hmm. And, and according to the book, in the book, they said an orphan would make a palace a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a prince can turn a dungeon into a kingdom. Oh, wow. yeah. Right? But I think it comes from a place of like, he gets to do that because who's the father? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and the word son actually means imparter, the person that's able to get something. Mm-hmm. And then father actually means transmitter yeah so we're genetically designed to get something from a father but what father are we actually listening to yeah yeah Yeah, exactly i think are we gonna no no just like that point i just like want (laughs) to speak to what you said about um getting in god's way like i think that a righteous i know i which podcast was it where you guys were talking about righteousness Um, i think the first one 
I I think that a righteous child of God, which to me, righteousness is just that you're always coming back to yeah. God. Father, come on. Come on. You literally can't get in God's way. Yeah. And wow. we like see that. Say that again. Say that again. Just a righteous <laughs> child of God cannot get in God's way. Come on. Come on. Like Gosh. Zeke yes, is yes. two mm. and he does things that make my tasks slower. <laughs> <laughs> and he does things that make my task harder, mm-hmm. but he cannot stop me. Come on, from doing the task. Yeah, right. wow. you know okay. that's right. Um, and I think that it's it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the Bible. Look at like Abraham. Yeah, I read on. Genesis last year. I did a study of Genesis, and I was like, in my mind going into it, Abraham was just like this really powerful, righteous yeah, man. Yeah, come on. And yeah, I like, I like read God. it, and I'm like, this fool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was like, what was he doing? Right, come on, over and over and over again. And I just think, yeah, we just can't. We just can't thwart. God's yeah. plan. You're, you're definitely because like, even in Romans six, Paul is like this man who's 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 a faith man. That's literally what it says. Mm-hmm. Abraham, who never wavered. Yeah, and I was like, Lord, yeah. like, do you not remember he he impregnated the wrong woman? You know, yeah. and God's like, I don't remember it. Why do you? Right. But but I think that comes when you go to the Father. Yeah. Because then the Father is the one that actually covers you. But again, an orphan has to fend for himself, cover yeah. himself, protect yeah. himself. And honestly, tries to use shame to cover himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and never yeah. makes it. Yeah. Are there any um, as as mothers raising kids? Do you, do you, do you have any like check engine lights in your heart that kind of pop up to signify like okay, I, I might be an orphan here, or is there anything? Or you know what I mean? That's like how do you how do you <laughs> how much so time? Do we have? Yeah, yeah. How much time? Do we have? <laughs> well, I just think that's that's a, a a big one. You know, it's like is yeah. there? And then like how do you how do you go back? How do you I guess renew your mind? How do you get mm-hmm. back on? Okay, slow down. I'm a son. Um, are there any check engine lights? Just curious. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny. We were kind of talking about this on our drive here. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that um, becoming a parent is very similar to becoming a wife or a husband. It's like you realize there's things in your heart that you didn't know there, mm. you know, it, it was like this person in front of me is exposing really a weakness. It's exposing something in my heart that I, I thought even maybe I dealt with yeah. or wasn't even there or, or like maybe it was there and I knew it was there, but I was like, I can hide this for a really long time, you know? But, um, yeah, with Judah, um, there's moments where I just realize I have triggers and I'm like, what in the world is this? Like even just like a trigger on noise. Mm-hmm. I didn't know like him screaming would be like, oh my gosh, I just want to body slam you in the crib. You know, like not that I would, but like it's yeah. just, um, it's just you just don't know your triggers, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think in the same sense that like, um, I, I don't know. It, it's hard. Like I feel like as a parent with Judah, um. It's like it's exposing, but it's in a really good way. Like right. I'm happy that it's exposing those things. There it is. Yeah. You know, but um, I think it's like in the opposite. For me personally, it's in the opposite sense of realizing like how much God loves me. Mom. And like it kind of goes back to what mm-hmm. you were saying, Rafa, and even mm-hmm. you, Katie, you know, about Zeke. But And Rafa, what you were saying about the ABCs and whatever. It's like, gosh, like 
I love being a part of Judah's learning. Yeah, I love being a part of his day. I love when he discovers something that he's never discovered before. And, um, and I also like, oh man, um, with Judah, like, um, I feel like I could get in trouble with this, but I'm just going to say it. But with Judah, I just, I think for me growing up in a very unstable, um, home when it comes to like the relationship with my parents, mm. that, there's still this, there's this level of like, like what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. You know, what, I don't know, like, you know, yeah, and even if yeah. it's like an undercurrent, you don't even know if there's something going on, but there is. And for Judah, like, I just, um, there's this huge desire in my heart, like not even a desire. It's like, oh man, this little boy is like living as a son. Come on. Like he doesn't have this undercurrent of like, do mommy and daddy love each other? Yeah. Or, you know, can yeah. I go and talk to daddy with my mommy knowing and it's okay. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, he has this like, yeah. this place of he can actually just be a son. He can actually just make messes and know he'll be loved. Come on. And I think that like, that's something that growing up, I didn't know I could do. Yeah. Like, I didn't know I could have this emotion or that like I could make a mess and like, we, it could just be worked out. Like it could just be cleaned up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like it's actually more like drawing out this, like this realization of yes. God's love for us mm-hmm. and love That's for good. me, you know, and like learning that, oh man, like you care about the little things way more than I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, and he mm-hmm. cares about our journey and like the journey is like, it really isn't like this um, overnight thing. It mm-hmm. really is mm-hmm. this like changing you know, daily, but, um, but he cares about them. Like he Mm -hmm. cares about the moments and he loves the moments where we get the revelation. Like, Oh my gosh, you got it. You know? And like, and, um, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Even going off of what she said, I know for me, and and I think you you guys both said it's, it's what you do when the weakness is exposed. That's it. Come on Mm -hmm. now. Come on. Cause Mm -hmm. in the world we're taught, hide it. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. A weakness just came out, hide it. I'm angry, I'm mad, I'm jealous, I'm this, hide it. We yeah. hide it. Yeah. yeah. Where um Second Corinthians twelve, I want to talk about this. For me, this is what it got for for me being a father to Judah, like Second Corinthians twelve has been my go to, which is Paul says, In my weakness, it has become a portal to God's power. Ooh, mm-hmm. And he says, So I will rejoice in weakness. Mm-hmm. Where as being fathered, I don't know how you guys were fathered, you didn't no one celebrated your weakness. Yeah. You dropped like, the football. Yeah. You got mm-hmm. caught doing something. You weren't celebrated. Where where I've had to learn like the biggest thing is when I yell at Judah, when when something is exposed that I was like, uh oh, that was my dad. That just came out of my heart. <laughs> not you know, not my father, father, but my you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So the biggest thing God says is is I could feel God's excitement, like, it's out there now. Yeah. It's almost like he's going, mm-hmm. can I come in? It's so good. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, how do, you, how do you deal with that? Because like you said, you're, you guys are parenting the whole day. So every day something's being exposed, yeah. which is, I think we could either, it can either scare us or bring us into mm-hmm. the encounter. That's it. Come on. Like I, I've learned for me, the biggest thing God told me with raising Judah, he said, Abel, every time you raise your tone, don't you dare punish yourself. Don't you dare be yeah. angry at yourself. Don't you dare be mad at yourself. You turn to me and receive. Come on. Because mm-hmm. the reality is you can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. And so he's got to be that for me first. So I know mm-hmm. for me, it's like I've had to let those moments where, you know, Judah, no, thank you. You know, and like I know, I yeah. know in my heart that, mm-hmm. it, that, it, that came from, you know, not a good place. It's like, okay, God. I'm here. I'm not punishing father myself. Me. Like what? Yeah, what, father. Me. Like what do you want to exchange? Yeah. yeah. Is it gentleness? Is it joy? Is it where 
that's been tough for me. I know when I when we first had Judah, it was like I did it again, I did it again, I did it again, mm-hmm. and like God had to be like Abel. Mm-hmm. Every time you do that, you miss grace. Every yeah. time you say that I did it again, you you should be excited, because like I, I, that that scripture Paul says, I rejoice in my weakness. Yeah. One translation he says, I take pleasure in my weakness. Mm. Yeah. Anytime a weakness is exposed, Paul is saying like. I get so excited because there's an encounter waiting for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, so good. And I yeah. think so many of us, we miss those moments. Well, yeah. and with the encounter, that's how we change. Yeah. yeah. It, punishing ourselves doesn't actually change us. No. Yeah. You know, and that's a way, I mean, the world system is like, you know, you, you punish yourself yeah. or you're going to be punished because that's the only way we think that we'll actually be changed. Yeah. And that's not true. Yeah. So true. Like, yeah. yeah. One of the things that um, uh, God showed me during this time with Judah is like in me celebrating him, even like, even when he does something and I'm like, Judah, you have to say sorry. If I do it, like <laughs> Judah, say sorry. Um, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but if I'm like, Judah, Say sorry, sorry. And it just kind of like, it, it's like when we change our mannerism, I think mm-hmm. like if I don't show myself like this was bad and whatever, that like it doesn't actually change. That's right. He yeah. wants to move on from like, like Judah's like, yeah. let me say sorry so I can move on. But if we make yeah. such a big deal out of the mistake and we're all about like, yeah. like uh, you need punishment because you just did something wrong yeah. and that's the only thing that will change you. Right, but yeah. in reality, yeah. like that's not, that's not kingdom at all. That's and what God was showing me was like in that moment, he was like, Kristen, you flourish when you're celebrated. That's right. And that's true for all of us. Yeah. When we're actually celebrated by him and, and, Mm-hmm. And even celebrated by others, like we mm-hmm. flourish at such a higher capacity than than if we're just like oh because if if I'm if I'm punished if even if I punish myself which I I'm like you don't even need to tell me I'm already punishing myself yeah. a lot you know yeah. yeah and so like um but when we do that like we're missing we're we're totally missing it we're not yeah. actually able to change because all we're thinking is like oh, I'm an awful person yeah, me, me, this me, is me, you know yeah. and it, it's just it never actually gives yeah. an opportunity to like. Yeah, move forward so you know yeah. and i think that's why like mm. you know when paul says celebrate your weakness it's not in a place of like yay i made a mistake yeah. and i get again. to say yay every time yeah. i make a mistake it's like it's like yay because i I, I get it and, and he's him. the only yeah. one that can change yeah. me yeah. you know yeah. so yeah i think yeah. there there it is it's like that's what makes christianity christianity is it has to be supernatural right can we say that word? Yeah. It does, yeah. yeah. He has to yeah. get in there. Yeah, I mean, it literally Because if not, we be. could just read self-help books. <laughs> That's it. And just act it. We're super act it. Look, I'm patient. I'm patient. Even though in my heart, I want to choke someone. You yeah, know, it's, it's like, so true. It's so he true. He wants yeah. the heart. He yeah. wants the heart, right? Yeah. You know, and like the biggest thing I learned from that James 1 in the faith life is just the word father me, God. You know, mm-hmm. and it sounds so good now, but in the moments, it's it's hard, you know, yeah. and I've been learning how to play basketball this month, and, uh, like, I got a coach and everything. I'm supposed to pay a crumble cookie every year, uh, every week, so I'll give you a crumble cookie this week. Uh, <laughs> so, so she's teaching me how to play, mm-hmm. and the biggest thing she just keeps saying is, like, build your confidence. Build your confidence. Like, she taught me layups. She taught me how to shoot. She taught me posts, like, basketball IQ, but the biggest thing is confidence. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how much I destroy my confidence when I beat myself up. Yeah. You know, when I'm like, oh, I missed the layup. I well, did it again. Yeah, I yeah. did it again. And that mm-hmm. takes away from you didn't put your leg up. Like, like I miss on the indicators of that outside perspective. Like the fact of God gets to hold my heart. He gets to father me as he detaches me from the moment. All my emotional and functional, logical thinking is out of the way. And I get to be like, God, what did you see? Mm-hmm. And God's like, you just didn't put your leg up, bud. Put your leg up next time. And I'm like, oh, my God, put my leg up and we're good to go. But it's really crazy 
when I, I'm sitting on the sidelines and I'm seeing these kids play and I'm like, God, father me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even care if I miss the layup. I'm like, I'm, I'm playing with my dad. You know, yeah. I'm playing with him. I get to have fun with him. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the sidelines and I see these kids like go up there and like miss a layup. And they're like punching the wall mm-hmm. and bringing pain to themselves. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, like he doesn't know he needs to be fathered by God. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the cool thing about the fact that we get to be fathered by God is we get to help people who are orphans be sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just so yeah. we can feel good. It's not so we can have the peace. It's not so we can make the layup. It's about the fact that we get to go and connect with another person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why God just doesn't give us the answer sometimes is because he's using another person to bring connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why we're not yeah. alone. Yeah. Or he's yeah. taking like what Katie was saying, like about hello, how you said um, there's a, a mission in the was it in the mm-hmm. encounter? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like a mission in the waiting, mm-hmm. and I love that. Like you said, it wasn't overnight; it was a nine month thing. It's like mm-hmm. he enjoys the missions with mm-hmm. us. True. And if we don't know that, we're gonna rush something that he wants us to really actually enjoy. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Miss those yeah. moments of breathing. All right, um, going back to the uh, check ins and light, because um, we all have different things how God touches our heart or exposes certain things. Um, Katie, anything specific for you, especially, you know, you're a parent all day, you have two kids. Um, yeah. are, th- are there any s- certain, I think like, the, indicators? I think the thing that, as you guys have been talking, I'm just like, there's so many different <laughs> thoughts that I'm having. <laughs> um, I think the big thing for me has been connection. Connection. Um, I I knew going into parenting that like the biggest thing that I didn't experience that I wanted to give my kids was like a feeling of being known. Mm. Just I just mm-hmm. want them to feel like my mom knows me the best. Yeah. Wow. And I want them to feel like that for the rest of their life. I mean, not like in a weird way of like, your spouse will never know you like me. But, <laughs> um, but like, just, I just always want to be their place, yeah. you know, where they feel known and loved. And and so when I, with that, I find myself like, as even as I get older, I become like more like, oh, that reminded me of my mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, kind of like you were saying, yep. like my dad came out and I know my husband struggles with like <laughs> that um, sometimes of, you know, just, he's never really said that, but just, um, you know, yeah. parenting's just hard. Yeah. But I, I think what I, um, I had like probably one of the worst weeks of my life when I was pregnant with Ollie and Zeke went on a nap strike. Oh, and no. he cried in his crib for two hours every single day for like five hours. And um, and um, I was like in tears. Aww. And I realized it was just because I felt like I didn't know him. Yeah. Like it, that's what was hard about it um, for me um, was feeling like I don't know how to make him sleep. I don't know what he needs right now. And um, – so all that to say, I just realized that probably for me, the check engine light comes on when I am like, wait a second, what, how are we not connecting right now? Wow. Like, what are they? So Is that what you ask? You ask that like out loud or like kind of in your heart? I, the first thing I ask myself is when's the last time I just sat down and played with them? Wow. Oh my God. You know, if they're acting out or whatever, like when is the last time 
that they just felt like they had time with me. Wow. Where they just had time where they felt like they were known and seen. Um, and um, so I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about um, when Zeke is not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Mm. Like this morning, he didn't want to wash his hands after he ate breakfast because I told him Judah was coming. So like he just wanted to stand at the window and Aww. wait for Judah to come, um, which is what he does. And <laughs> so he wouldn't wash his hands. So one of my like tools is that I always say to him, do you want to wash your hands by yourself or do you want mommy to help you? Mm, so good. And now that he's getting older, he just says he wants me to help him because he wants me to be with him. Mm. And, um, but that's like such a good analogy for our relationship with God, right. you know, yeah, like right. he never asks us to do anything without his help. Yeah. So why do we, why, why don't we like, asking you know, for God's help? like he always wants us to choose him. Um, and so that's, that's probably the biggest thing. Um, I had a moment this fall where I was when I was reading the book and um, I was in Target and I it was one of those days where I had like spending money and time to just mm-hmm. wander around Target which is like maybe once every three months and and I was wandering around and when I do it I I remember being in college and like looking at all like the fun stuff. And now when I do it, I'm like looking at the kids clearance clothing rack (laughs) and like looking through all the, like wandering the toy aisles at Target. Um, Just like what cool things could I find in here? And I remember like the next day um, reading this book and, and talking to God and God being like, that's what I do for your whole life. I just like, I am always looking at all the things that you could want right now, could possibly want in the wow. future, wow. what you need, what you don't need, um, and what you want, what you don't want. And I'm withholding some things right now because it's not the time. And I'm giving you everything you need. And like, I just think I, anytime I'm triggered, it's because I'm not letting God fill that need in myself. Yeah. So then when my kids are needing it, it's so annoying, you know? But when I realize, you know, how God is meeting my needs, I'm able to just respond to their needs with, with, with giving gotcha. and with wow. grace rather wow. than with like frustration. Yeah. So good. You know, I have a question for all of us because I want people that are listening to this. It sounds like we, we all have 24 hours in a day it sounds like a lot of us are missing encounters. Mm. Mm. We're, we're missing the, you said it, the mission in the, what is it? Nate, what did she say? The it mission in the, thank you, Rooster. <laughs> the mission in the moment. I love that you said that. So it sounds like, like pretty much 24 hours a day, God has, because the Lord has made his day, he's got moments for us. Mm-hmm. So are we missing them? Because either our weakness is exposed and we're punishing ourselves. That's it. We're doing the, I did it again. We're doing the orphan route. Yeah. We're doing the comparison route. We're yeah. doing the jealousy route. Or are we turning to him and going, help. You know, almost yeah. like, you know, he's, he's got to come in here. I found a place where you called it the upgrade. You mm-hmm. guys have, especially too, as, as parents, all of us, all three of us, you're a parent too now. You have Moo Moo. Um, <laughs> where even, even right there, right there, right? You showed a little. <laughs> oh, I was livid. He dropped my iPad. Woo! Do you, do you have any tools for people to watch this? Like, how do I, how do I make this moment? 
Mm-hmm. How do I how do I create this moment with God where I think so many of us I'm going to say I, I I think so many of us we our first thing we go to is we get angry at ourselves we punish ourselves how do we mm-hmm. break that because mm-hmm. that's what orphans do because so yeah. an orphan goes I I I missed it where like you said my righteousness says I'm still a son I'm still a son I'm still a daughter which means yeah. I can receive any second of every day yeah. like it's there like yeah. his posture towards us never changes how do we yeah. Do you guys have any tools or how do you, how do you, how do we find that mission in the moment? I, to flip that on its head a little bit, the, the thing that I've been realizing is the most powerful for me is to get with God and forget that I'm a mom, forget that I'm a wife, Come on, forget all of those things and just be with him. Come on. And wow. I realize now it's being as his daughter. That's it. But what has changed finding those missional moments in all of the mundane things, in all of the Yeah, I it's just been going back to like what who am I? Like who am I with him? Wow. Because he's gonna continue to speak to me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like this is just a season. You know, and I think that has been the most powerful thing is realizing that I'm going to operate with Jesus regardless of what the circumstances are. So, and like right now, it's motherhood, but it won't always be. You know, and and um, yeah, so good. That's That's really good. I love what you said. Forgetting everything except that. Yeah, I'm his daughter. Yeah, man. I hope everyone heard that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Kristen, choo choo. Yeah, I um I think um I think yes. <laughs> um that's kind of why I'm just like do we even need to put a name on the mom's ministry like we're just daughters, you yeah. know? Like yeah. we're yeah. daughters mm-hmm. in the expression of motherhood or the expression of a wife or yes, whatever. That's so good. Yeah. Um but I I think um for me what I'm finding is to like I think that in our it, I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like, I don't know, you guys could say if it's the same, but um, my relationship with God, like the way that I connect with him, it looks different depending on like what season, um, church lingo, but what season I'm in. And um, there'll be times where I'll meet him in the word and not like I don't continue to read word, but the word is so, that's where he is. And there's other times where it's like, it's it's not reading through the Bible like, all the time, like where it's like from start to finish, you know, it's, it's like, I'll read a scripture and it'll bring me into this encounter with Jesus. And then it's like, so anyways, um, good. the reason I'm saying that is because I feel like, um, in my life, I just capture what it is that he wants, that he's, he's meeting me in, Got in you. that time. Mm-hmm. And so, and even if he's wanting to meet me as a father, if he's wanting to meet me as a friend, if he's wanting to meet me as Holy Spirit, as a teacher or whatever, that's good. um, but I think that right now he's wanting to meet me face to face. Like yeah. he's wanting me to actually see myself like like um like my reflection in his eyes. Yeah. Where I can actually see we're so close that I can actually see my face so good. in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think in that place 
nothing else matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like when when he's so close and his opinion of me is so important and and everything he has to say to me is like just gold. Like all I want to do is just sit um you know, on his lap and he just tells me like and it could be anything, like sweet sweet nothings, you know. But in that moment, it's like I then go about my day where it's like I'm about other people and I'm not needing them to be about me because mm-hmm. he's already so mm-hmm. much about me, yeah. you know? And so, mm-hmm. um, so good. and I think that all of our encounters, whether they're in the word or whether they're in journaling or whether they're, you know, or just a slew of all of them, it should always lead us to his face. It should yeah. always lead us to realizing how important we are. And, and I think the more that I get to know him, the more I get to know me, mm. you know, like, and so, um, and I was thinking, Rafa, about your your faith life, you know, mm-hmm. and like to me, my faith life is just trusting. Mm-hmm. If I can trust, like it's just mm-hmm. me, like living in trust and being so vulnerable and so open with him, mm-hmm. and letting him come into the the secret places of my heart, and letting him expose things in my heart that wow, I didn't realize this was there, you know, and instead of beating myself up, I'm yeah. taking mm-hmm. it to him. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. like when I've acted like an orphan, I run away. Yeah. That's yeah. been my thing. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. I don't think that, let me, f- let me clean myself up and then I'll go back to yeah. you yeah. and then I'll so like good. let you approve of me, you know, mm-hmm. when really like, I think it goes back to what you were saying, Abel, like when we just like take our mess to him, yeah. say, I don't know how to do this, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm so glad that you brought it to it's me. So true. You know? So, so I think like, like that's kind waiting. of where I'm at. It's like yeah. he's breaking down all the things that I thought um I had to show up as a, mm-hmm. a good daughter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When yeah. he's like, Yeah. No. You can just you can have a poopy diaper. And come to me. I, I'm excited I'm to, change to change it. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd rather you not fight me on it. You know, yeah. actually, yeah. you know, like yeah. Judah. <laughs> That's so good. But it's just he likes to be involved in our messes. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. you know, like he wants to clean it up. So it's so yeah. good. Well, yeah. I mean, like even before the podcast, like obviously, Moo, he was doing his thing, and he dropped one of the lights. Oh, yeah. Before and we I- hit record, everyone. By the way, their dog. Yeah. Knocked over that light. You probably can't see it. <laughs> and I saw part of Rafa. I haven't seen it in a while. And uh, <laughs> well, I mean, back to James one, right? Your true colors—they show. And, yeah. and yeah. but but the thing, the beauty behind it is like I, my first go to, my my tool, or 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 the the thought that I go to is God, Father, me. Come on, you know, like and and it again, it's easier mm. said than done because just because He's there doesn't mean that the emotions will go away. Right. Sometimes yeah. they do. Sometimes it's like automatic. When I was first born again and he found me, suicide just completely left. And it was hard for me because the expectation was, and that means everything's always going to go away immediately, mm. you know, but he's the good father and he knows what you need. And in James 1, it says, never get out of anything prematurely so you can be perfect, lacking nothing. Mm-hmm. And and it hit me of like, man, like if God automatically taught me how to be, to, how to say my ABCs from A to Z then all the time that I was going to spend with him learning A is apple, B is banana, C is cat, I, it's just 
Yeah. There's no need. I have the answers. So, so when Mu did that, like he dropped it, I was so mad. And like, and the problem is that when we don't allow the father to come, when we don't allow that part to just stop and be like, God, father me in this moment, it spills into the mission. It spills into the things that you have to be a part of. And, and the whole time I was here, like, I was just thinking, man, like poor Mu, like, like I was meeting him this morning, you know, and like just stuff like that. And it just kept going. I'm like, man, my wife, she's probably going to be mad at me. Like I did, ugh, everything's okay. But, but, and then, then it's all about me. Yeah. And then I miss out being here with you guys. I miss, I miss being here with the viewers because it's now all about me rather yeah. than like, Hey God, father me. My, yeah. my, the, the, the shame and guilt might still be there, but I know you're bigger than that. Mm. So in there, he gets a chance to detach me from that situation. He's like, yeah. we're going to address it. But right mm. now you're here. Right yeah. now, these are the questions I want you to do. Because at the end of James 1, it actually says that he implants wisdom into you. Yeah. And as I think of implant, I think of foreign object going inside of you that becomes a part of you. Yeah. And that word wisdom is Sophia, which means self-knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I thought self-knowledge are our answers. But it's actually just words, uh, words directly from God. And yeah. so these places where we're like, God, father yeah. me, that's a place for him to be like, have you thought of this question? Have you thought of this answer? Yeah. Okay, don't go away yet. We're not done yet. Like, let's sit here. Let's wash our hands. Let's say ABCs. Yeah. Like, let's see what's actually going on in your heart so we can it's maximize good, the moment. But, yeah. So God, you're in all, th- all three. Kind of even you saying the faith life and the mission, just everything. We have to remember, even the whole faith life, according to Galatians, faith worketh through us. Love. love. Oh, yeah. love too. Yeah, I like that. Love. <laughs> like, like, no, like, that's it. Like, faith worketh through love and God is love. So it sounds like even here and everything is, is like, are you aware that he loves you, loves you in your weakness? Yeah. yeah. And do you know it and have you encountered it? Yeah. Or are we missing it? Yeah. It's good. If God is love, right? Love keeps and going. faith workers. I mean, even hearing you about the faith life, um, you know, Paul tells us like, you can have faith to move a mountain, but if you're not love, you're a you're useless a nobody. Yeah. You are yeah. you are useless. So the greatest thing that I think God here and everyone wants us to know is you are loved mm-hmm. in your weakness in those moments that we miss it. The things that you know when it comes out, do we know it? Yeah, yeah. Are we missing it? The fact yeah. that He loves us in our weakness because none of us had a perfect parent. None yeah. of us. None of us. In the whole world. The whole world. Right. Yeah. He only God is the perfect Father. Only right. Him alone is love. Yeah, and love thinks no evil. Love only hopes for the best. Keeps no record. You know, love keeps no record of wrongs. It's crazy. So, which means, love is there in your weakness. So, I, I encourage if if you're watching this, let him love you in your weakness. Take some of the questions yeah. that that we all have said and yeah. and ask that question. Do you love yourself in the weakness? Yeah. Yeah, and else? I know we have to wrap up, but this is making me think about one time in pre-service prayer, Abel, you were um, speaking about i kind of walked in at the end with zeke so you might have to um was my shirt off or on i know sometimes I take <laughs> it, was on. <laughs> it was on it was on <laughs> um you were talking about i think you were talking about a moment where you had struggled with anger or something mm-hmm. like that and god spoke to you um about how gentleness is your superpower um and um and i think the longer we walk through this faith life with God, he starts to show us patterns yeah. of like mm. our, what our superpower is, yeah. kind of, yeah. if that makes sense. And yeah. we all like have one kind of, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. we have many, but we have we're like that unique. one thing, yeah, no, we're you know? Unique. And I think about like even Zeke and Judah, we always are talking about how like Gosh, yeah. Zeke 
might be like this like leader who's like, you do this and you do that. <laughs> I mean, for Jesus. But Judah, <laughs> Judah will be like his bodyguard. You know, yeah. Judah will be like just as knowledgeable and wise, but like if you hurt Zeke, I will kill you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like he probably Zeke's, already is Zeke's like, that. like pushing the cars around, like finding out where they need to go. And Judah's like, I'll just lift it. <laughs> and put it over the here. whole car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, that's awesome. And I think you know, you said my superpower is gentleness, and I've been th- I've thought about that so many times, and like, especially in my parenting, and I am like, my superpower is faith. Yeah. Like there is a pattern of faith that God has just woven, and I look back at my life, going through some family things I've gone through, and I realize that like, faith has been the strength it's been the way god showed up in my weakness good. and yeah. um and so i i just think that you can only identify that and you can only get to that place when you're just completely trusting god yeah, yeah. you know place. when you're completely vulnerable to him yeah um because our flesh will always pull us back yeah. to the opposite of our superpower right so true you know yeah um yeah so Oh, so that's, good. That's good. Even even hearing you, and I know for me raising Judah, like the gentleness thing, I blow it left and right. <laughs> so, but I've learned like, okay, he his gentleness has to get bigger in me first. Yeah, that's yeah. It. like I have to receive it first, which is so backwards because we're taught the opposite: flex yeah. it, muster it, fake it till you yeah. make yeah. it. Where God is like, why don't you just sit still and let me love you? Yeah, yeah. you know, how about I be gentle? And I'm like. Those moments are, like you said, you don't always feel like it. Yeah, you don't. You don't always yeah. feel like it, but it's, yeah. like you said, like your wife told you, you have a choice. You have a choice. Yeah. You have yeah. a choice. But the power of the choice isn't about whether you're going to do yes or no or A right. or B. It's about use your choice to talk to God. That's good. You know, use your choice for the sonship part. Mm. So, yeah. um, any any last words? King Rooster, any last thing we should? All right. It is awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. You want to do the yeah? So, do you guys feel like we took the roof off sonship and orphanage? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> father me, Lord, father me. I, yeah. I think it's hard to take the roof yeah. off of it. It's yeah, so sure. big. It is so big. <laughs> so big. So big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you guys for being here. Yeah. And uh, and if you guys are watching, don't forget to like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment down if we can pray for you or if there are any roofs you want us to take off. Don't forget that God wants to love you every moment, every second, yeah. no matter how you feel, no matter if you're blowing it, no matter if you're making it, God just wants to father you because you already are a son. You're already in. Yeah. And what you both said that when the weakness is expose don't get mad at yourself invest in the what'd you say mm-hmm. i love the mission in the moment you just been invited for a mission in the moment for, like an encounter that's it so yeah don't love beat you. up on yourself be nice to yourself love you Is that it that's it all right we love you guys we'll see you next time on the no roof podcast Woo-hoo.